You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. No cough, no sniffle, no nasal congestion. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back in the land of the living. Wow, it's been a long trip. You've Whew. transformed, Jerry Lewis. I have transformed. Now there's two Dean, Dean Martins on this show. <laughs> We're not kidding. We're not kidding. Oh, buddy, I'm going solo now. <laughs> Well, I know oh, you Lord. hang around with the Rat Pack. You're not kidding. <laughs> All my friends are rats, giant rats. Oh, boy. Wow. So things are good. Wow, what a great meeting down there in Pickerington. Amen. With, uh, Brother B.J. Van Ammon. What a great guy. Amen. Love that guy. Yes, he yeah. is. He's an wife. awesome Super guy. Super good. Yep. Um, just uh, put in a half-million-dollar parking lot. Yep. Wow. It took forever, too. It took a long time. But uh, yeah, not not a very big parking lot either. Construction costs. No, wow. bigger, but no, it isn't. But yeah, right. They had it's to not do a, a half lot million there. dollars. They had to do yeah. a lot there. Yeah, they had to do a lot underground. That mm-hmm. was the problem. They had to tie into some sewers and stuff. So yeah, big stuff. So yeah, but doing great. And uh, my wife spoke to their ladies on Saturday. They had a hundred ladies for a ladies. Awesome. Meeting. Yeah, it was really good. And uh, they had a big to ladies South meeting. Carolina. Big ladies. <laughs> big, big ladies meeting. I say giant ladies. Giant ladies meeting. <laughs> uh, so I'm headed to uh, South Carolina when this airs. I'll be in just coming home from South Carolina, actually. Ah, Rockville, good. South Carolina. Tyler Dono. Do you remember yes, Tyler? Yes, I sure Nashville? do. Absolutely. Good guy. Good yep. guy. Um, the uh, former pastor, the founding pastor of their church just passed away uh, a hmm. few months ago now. And uh, that was a hardship, hardship for their yes. church. A lot of his family still in their church there. And um, great guy, great pastor, good man, and got home to be with the Lord. So uh, he said that was one of the toughest things he's had to deal with as a hmm. pastor, uh, burying the former pastor. So, um, yeah, tough, tough. So wow. be with them and uh, looking forward to that. Should be a great time, as always. Um, Sarah Van Amma said to me, is there anybody that doesn't like you? I said, oh. Oh, oh my goodness. Tell her I've oh. got a list. <laughs> I got a list. It grows every got... day. Oh, you're not kidding. I said, Sarah, you spend five more minutes with me, you'll hate me like everybody else does. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I said, You pastor for thirty years. You're gonna have a few people hate you for sure. You're yeah, for sure. absolutely. So yeah, too bad. Well, how are you doing? I'm doing absolutely tremendous. Wow. Don't I look wow. it? What, did you? I think that did you recon- go into evangelism? reconstructive <laughs> surgery really helped. <laughs> yeah, that new index finger really looks good. <laughs> <laughs> now the doctor stretch man gave me six more inches, and I'm uh, almost five foot now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> Way to go. I call you Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> oh, man. That's a throwback to a Christmas present from days gone that by. It is throwback. Stretch Armstrong, he was awesome, man. You could take that little guy and pull his arms out four feet and come back to his regular size. Yeah. You do remind me of him. <laughs> That's right. I'm, well, I am just... Uh, I'm just very, uh, what is it, uh, not flexible. bendable. Yeah, flexible. Flexible. Yep, that's yeah. me. Like yeah. we were gonna, to say we were gonna do this at nine, and we started at nine twenty. Yeah. yeah, so I'm very yeah. flexible. Yeah, yeah, you're very flexible. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brother Wolven and I sometimes get mixed up on the day, the hour, you know, the topic. And so uh, it was his turn uh, today. Yes. I texted him at 10 to 9. We were supposed to start at 9. I texted him at 10 to 9. I said, hey, man, I'm ready, willing, and able. He said, oh, man, I thought it was tomorrow. <laughs> so I threw his suit jacket on and rushed over to the church and I'm, got I'm set up. I'm glad I was up and, and running around. Up? I, it was 10 to 9. You were up at 4 o'clock. What? <laughs> hey, you know, last week, twice, in between 4.30 and 5 o'clock, Bing. I mean, I was up, up and at it. Oh man! It's like uh, why lay, why lay in bed when you can't go back to sleep? Just get up and yeah, get busy. I guess. Yeah, I have the same problem around ten a.m. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I was up till two in the morning. But <laughs> you still, you still think that the uh, sun comes up like a light switch? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it comes up with the with the blind. You open the blind and it comes up. Oh, and I sleep, man. Our room is like a bat cave. We have we have covered every light on every you know appliance in there. Uh, we have uh, room darkening shades. We like it pitch black in our room. So it is, and it, man, it, I sleep so good. That's a hardship when I travel, you know, because there's light everywhere yes. in rooms. <clears throat> and so I turn that light off, and I got to go through a routine of trying to cover everything up. And oh, wow. Denise used to really like it dark. Me, I don't even care. But man, anymore, she's got night lights all over the place that are that oh. are like these LED emblazoned no. things. And we've got a Christmas no. tree in our bedroom with lights oh. that are on, you know. <laughs> And so it's like, it doesn't matter whether it's day or night. I love that you can be elf on the shelf in your bedroom there. <laughs> <laughs> I just wish you wouldn't wear the costume to Tim Talks recording. <laughs> that green and red little outfit. It's my new suit. It really th throws me off. <laughs> oh, my. Hey, listen, um, I got an email this week from a dear friend and longtime friend. I uh, preached for him a while ago. And he goes, hey, he says, I, I want to send you this email. He was very kind. I mean, just super kind. He goes, I, I don't really want to write it. I, 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 I want to be very careful. I don't want to be disrespectful. But you said something when you were preaching when you're here, and I think it might have been misconstrued or misunderstood. And I just wanted to, I just wanted to let no, you know. No, you you meant to say error. Oh, I meant it. I you meant, you to meant say false it. doctrine. No, that absolutely. <laughs> I spread it everywhere I go as often as I can. And he said, I, I just wanted to let you know. He said, I, I had some folks in our church ask me about it. He said, I just want to let you know. So I wrote back and I said, You dirty, rotten, no good. Don't <laughs> Who you do you ever, think you are? You pipsqueak. 
<laughs> I wrote back and I said, oh, man, thank you so much for your very kind tone, your very, you know, uh, cautious attitude. Romance, I said, I appreciate it. I looked at what I said. He had, he had gone back and found the words of what I'd said and, and quoted them back. And uh, he was right. I said something that wasn't right. And so I said, let me apologize for that and let me make that right. So I appreciate that. I thought this week we could talk about when you have to confront others. How do you do that? When should you do that? Who should you do that to? Um, and I'm sure you've had instance too where maybe in church, uh, church members, or maybe you've had to speak to someone or correct someone. Um, I know Denise has had to you know, confront you many, many times and tell you when you were wrong. But maybe once you had to say something to her, how do we go about that and how do we do it properly? No. Because I think... No, I've never had to do that. Ne- I... Never had to do no. that? Wow. <laughs> never? Wow. And you must live in a cave by yourself. <laughs> if you live among people, you're going to have to apologize. You're going to have to talk to somebody who has said something. Um Yep. How do we go about that? How, how do you start that? How do you go about that? Well, we have got to be Bible people. We say we believe the Bible and we don't live it. And, you know, the, it's fun to obey the Bible when we like to do what it says. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, like if you have a tremendous church service and people go, man, everyone should be here. But whenever the, whenever it's like, eh, you know, the service and you know the singing wasn't what it has been. The yeah. preaching was, yeah, and nobody came forward. And it's like, oh man, do I have to go yes. back again tonight? You know, it's, it, it it's always fun and easy to obey the Bible when it's something we want to do. And most yeah. of us as Christians, we just ignore the Bible or quickly forget it whenever. There's something difficult, or conveniently forget. There you go. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's a problem. Most people don't know what the Bible says about yep. how to deal with problems, and and there's a clear passage in Matthew 18. In verse yeah, there's 15. many, and this is the key one. Yeah, this is key, and and we'll we'll look at some others this week as well. But it says, moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, go and tell him his fault between thee. And him alone, that's a key word. You don't go to 12 other people, you go alone. If he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. Amen. And I'll, I'll leave it there. We'll go yes, on to some there, more Yes, there's key words right in that one verse. Yeah, let's start right there. So if, if you have a, a trespass, if there's something been done, something said, somebody's got hurt, somebody said something wrong, you go to that person. That's, this, this, that's even stronger, though. A trespass, a legitimate wrong. You know, yeah. somebody invaded your space. Somebody was not allowed to be in your space, and they walked and trampled right over it anyway. You right. know, I mean, right. so that means maybe somebody walking down the hallway and your kid's acting up and he, he grabs them and shakes them, you know. Or, I mean, I mean, it's just, you know, y- your wife comes walking into church and, and a guy says, why in the world would you even wear something like that? I mean, you know, areas where you don't even belong. And so you have legitimately wronged your brother, let alone 
something lesser. Now, would it be wrong for me when that guy said that to my wife to grab him by the throat and say, hey, I want to tell you alone that <laughs> if you ever say that again, would that, would that be wrong? I'm telling him we're alone. <laughs> it doesn't say you can't do that. <laughs> so, and we, we do wrong each other, you know? I mean, hey... I joked around with my text to you whenever I was finally here 20 minutes late. And I said, yeah. uh, hey, I've been waiting for five seconds. Why can't you even, uh, why, why aren't you courteous about other people's time? And, uh, you know, there are times that we do wrong each other. And I apologize. And you're very gracious to say you're an idiot. So, uh, but I did the best I could to try and make it right. You, you, wanna, you might want to wait and read the email that I sent. <laughs> <laughs> well, while I was rushing to church. <laughs> right. Here's the problem. Here's the problem with most people is they want to go and talk to three or four or five people to see who's going to side with who before they make that move. And in doing so, you're sowing discord among the brethren. You're, you're starting something and causing people to doubt or to question and it says, if you have a fault, you go alone. If you think it's a fault, then it's a fault. And you go to that person. And I, I love that alone. You don't take a gang of people and gang up somebody on somebody. I had a, a meeting one time in our church, and I had a guy say, hey, I'd like to come and talk to you about something. And in walked four or five guys. And I'm like, what, what's going on? Well, we all want to talk to you. Yes. And I, you know, I wasn't prepared for that. Not that it makes a difference, but... I wasn't prepared for that. Instantly, you feel ganged up on. Instantly, you feel threatened. And, you know, you think, well, how big is this thing? And four or five guys are showing up. And so we, we had the meeting. We talked through it. It was, it was not a great meeting, but we got through the thing. But, uh, yeah, that's not the way to do it. You go alone, and you go with the right spirit. And this preacher friend that wrote me had a great spirit. He goes, I don't want to disrespect. I don't want to think you think that I'm, you know, trying to lord over you. I just, I just want you to know that you said something and it didn't come across right. And um, that was awesome. I mean, I didn't take offense at that. I, I didn't feel threatened by that. That's the way to do it. He said, I, did, I haven't talked to another preacher. I haven't talked to other people in our church. I just want to come and talk to you. That's, yeah, well, that's the way to do it. That's what I told him to say. Well, <laughs> when those seven well, preachers yeah, met, you yeah. said, hey. S20 guys on a conference call, we all told them the same thing. Listen, in your email, just let them know that, you, you know, tell them you've not talked to anybody else. And we'll, yeah, yeah. we'll back we'll you We'll never let them know. We'll never, we'll never let them know. All right. So good friends. what are some of the, I, I want to say not transgressions, but some less than a mm -hmm. transgression that people have gotten mad about you know, oh. that you've had to deal with, or I'll give some yeah. suggestions that I've had to deal with, things that aren't even a transgression. Right. So I'll give you, I may have told this story before, and if I have, forgive me, I'm getting old and forget, but um, it was just dumb. Yeah, I mean, you did. Our sense yeah, of you humor. Did. You told him our, before. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, our sense of humor, people love it or they hate it. Oh, yeah. And I had a lady who hated it because... I walked into church and there was a lady there. She had just gotten her hair cut and it really looked nice. And I said, oh, I said, love your haircut. I said, you look like Princess Diana. And there was a lady sitting next to her who, who had already 
you know, let me know that she doesn't love me. And she's got black hair and she has a white stripe in the hair. She goes, who do I look like? And I said, <laughs> I said laughingly, yes, laughingly. <laughs> I'm kidding. I said, oh, you look like Cruella DeVille. <laughs> oh, my goodness. She starts crying immediately. Oh, my word. I went, my wife, I went and told my wife, she goes, you didn't say that. Like, I was just kidding. I was just kidding. I didn't mean it. She goes, you get down there and apologize well, her right whenever now. whenever you asked her how much her Dalmatian coat cost, that really, <laughs> really hurt her feelings. How many puppies? How many puppies did <laughs> that take? take to make that oh. So I go down and I'm like, I am so sorry. I was only kidding. I didn't mean anything by it. You, you don't look that way. Too late, man. It was done. They left. The, they left the church two weeks later. Oh my goodness! Like, oh. Wow. I went to their house. I wrote a letter. I begged apology. I, you know, groveled. They left the church. I was like, oh, I can't believe it. So, yeah, I, I blew it. I blew it. I know. I know people that have gotten upset at other church members because they sat in their seat. Uh, yeah. Because here, here's a common one. They saw them laughing. And they thought that they were being talked about. I, I, right. That happens a lot with teens or yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Um, uh, just just many many different things that are not even a trespass. So, first of all, a trespass. Secondly, you go. You go. Right. So how come don't people write, don't do that? Don't text. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Because nobody likes confrontation. Nobody wants to be conf- confrontational because you don't know how that's going to go. Yeah. And I think that's people are afraid that if I go and say something, they're going to go off on me and it's going to be an embarrassment. And But if you go alone, quietly, with the right heart attitude, why would somebody get upset? Okay, I mean, so... People do, but... You know, you got an email from this preacher. How come he did not go to you? He was too far away. There you go. There you go. He was so too far away. So yeah. I would say that we have many issues when somebody gets offended, whether it's a trespass or not, even if it's a legitimate, they were wronged legitimately, and they have a case, so to speak, and they refuse to go face someone in the same church, in the same town, in the same area. They want to yeah. go straight to social media. They want to go straight to email, oh. text, you know, whatever. Get on the phone, start telling everybody else. But they won't go. They, they won't go yeah. face them. They won't go and stand up to them if that's what you want to say. But, uh, you know, there's something about a face-to-face confrontation that usually is better than emails, texts, phone calls. You know, it just when you're in the same room with somebody and you see them and mm-hmm. you know and and you see the sincerity in their eyes or whatever it is, I, I think it's so much helpful. Somebody once aptly said, when you write an email, if you go to social media you can't see the heart of the person speaking and you can't yes. see the heart of the person receiving. And when you go to somebody and man, you've got sincerity written all over you and you've got hurt written all over you. People can see that. You can't right. see that in an email. You read into emails. We all do it. Mm-hmm. You read into the tone and and you surmise what 
they are really trying to say. And when you go to talk to somebody, you know what they're saying. You can tell by their their body language. You can tell by you know gestures um, what they're really trying to say. And I think that's where we really miss out. And because we so are, are so accustomed today to writing in an email or a text, we've lost a lot of good conversation and conversational skills. And I think people sometimes are afraid to go in person because they're they, they don't know what to say or how to say it today. And uh, that's that's part of it. But no, you've got to go to that person if you can face to face. If you can't, then um, I would say the next best thing is a phone call. Right. But right. You know, if you if you want to make record and you want somebody to know exactly what you're saying, you write it down, mm-hmm. and then you've got that. And know this: once you write it down, it's out there. Um, I had a friend, and his wife wrote an email to a church member. And basically said, I'm, I disagree with you, um, made it very clear that there was some hardship between them. The person that received the email published it to Facebook. Yeah. Oh, boy. That caused some huge Absolutely. problems. Yeah. So that, that's, you got to be careful about what you write. What, what did Doc used to say about uh, write, write no woman? <laughs> he and, said, uh, oh, I, I was just trying to think of that phrase. It was yeah, hilarious. Uh, don't write and fear no man. Write and fear. No, woman, no, it's the other like way. That. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. It'll, it'll come remember. to me. So. Yeah, it was the idea that you don't want to write things down. That was the idea. Because if you do, buddy, look yeah, out. They confrontation, hands, unless so. you're, you right. know, really careful, you're able to document something. So, right. Um, so you go alone. Alone. All right, now... What if it's a wife of someone else who has a problem with a husband of somebody else? Right. I would say husbands and wives go together right. and you don't necessarily go alone. I, 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 because the Lord is saying between two people, two men. And, uh, right. you know, so I, I would just suggest that because I think there are some scriptural reasons there that the husband is the head of the home and right. it says that he's the head of the wife and so uh, i i think that that would be a situation that would be proper yeah oh absolutely i ideally would like to see two men get together and work it out and go home and tell their wives i dealt with it it's over we're moving on and the wives say okay honey i trust you and i trust your leadership and it's over that would be ideal. That'd be the best, but that doesn't happen. Yeah, what sometimes is, the 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 person would be able to say exactly what happened. You know, like because if yes. something happened, let's say between a a uh, uh, you know another husband and your wife, and you go and he says, "No, that never happened." Oh, oh, okay. Then maybe I misunderstood. Right? And you go back, and your right. wife says. Absolutely, that happened. As a matter of fact, he even said this, and you're going, "Well, I don't know. We already said, forget it." Now, that's not a situation. It can't be right. resolved because it's not no. resolved. You know, most most times, I found that a guy would go home or a lady would go home, and the spouse says, "What they say? What they say? What they say?" And you try to remember what they said, and if you can't remember exactly what they said, then all the questions. Well, you should have said this. You should have said this. I would have said this. Yeah, I think it's better sometimes if the husbands and wives do meet together. The husbands lead the lead the meeting, keep it calm, cool, and collective, 
and you know do that together i think that's probably the best let me tell you what happened here one time um there were two two specific couples and um the I, i had said something from the pulpit that this is what i want to happen and then uh someone surmised that somebody else had disobeyed what i said and so mm. that husband went to this other wife and said you know listen pastor said you need to do such and such you know and so the wife when she got home told her husband and the husband's like what he should have talked to me but and they got on the phone and here's mm. what they did they said Hey, we've got a little situation. Can both of us meet Pastor at our next opportunity? And they didn't talk about it. They went, came in my office, both of them, and it was a misunderstanding. And, you know, the wife said, well, here's what happened. The husband said, the other husband said, well, here's what I thought had happened. I, I misunderstood. And, I, and they were able to resolve it right then. And right. I prayed, and they prayed. the The husbands prayed for each other, and it was nice. done. And I nice. told them both. I commended them both. I said, "You're two very good Christians, and I appreciate your spirit and your attitude." They both apologized to each other for the misunderstanding. Just, it was absolutely wonderful. It was it was exactly yeah. the way a Christian should do it, and none of their kids knew what happened. Nobody else knew what happened. It's just it stayed private between those two, and I'd never talk about what it actually was because it's yeah. done and it's over. And and I commended both of them. I said, "Man, I wish that everybody in our church was like this. I'd love to, I'd love to give this as a, as an illustration <laughs> our church, you know. But I, of course, I never yeah. would." And Denise and Steve have been good since, and, um, you know, mother and son reunited. Oh, so good. Wow. Well, that's our time, my friend. We're going to leave it there for today, and we'll pick up. Now, on Wednesday, um, I want to tell you about a church that I heard of. I wasn't at it, but I heard of, and how they handle the problems within the church. It's pretty cool. I'll give you that on Wednesday. Amen. I'll start with that on Wednesday. So Amen. They, they practiced it as a church, and I guess it worked really well. So t- uh, till then, I'm Al Stone. Uh, I am, uh, as you hear this, uh, heading home from Rock Hill, South Carolina, where I've been with my good friend Tyler Dono, where I'm going to tell him that he's wrong. He's always being wrong, and he'll probably never be right. And I hope he receives that in the spirit of the Lord as I put my hands around his throat and shake him a little bit. I love you. I love you, buddy. In in the name of Jesus, amen. (laughs) This is Dan Wolven in Columbus, Ohio. And uh, we are, both of us are dear friends. And I've appreciated your friendship for these decades. And I really, I really have. And we've had our, you know, knockdown drag outs. And they don't last long. And, no. uh, you know, your spirit has always been one of wanting to be right. And I generally want to be right. And uh, that makes a big difference whenever you've gained your brother, like the Bible says. What a, what a yeah. difference that makes. Yeah. Whenever we've had a fight, it's been short. I hit you, you hit the ground, it's over. <laughs> you get up, you apologize, and we hug and make up and have a cup of tea together. I bite your knee. Yeah, it's done. That's right.
This is Tim Talks. We'll be back again on Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today. And uh, again, we hope that you will uh, subscribe and uh, send a message, send an email. Let us know how much you hate us. And we'll talk talk about you on air. It'll be great. It'll be a lot of fun. Do that for us. (laughs) We'll be back on Wednesday. This is Tim Talks. Have a great day, eh? You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.